0: Parsha's Parsha's Vaichi, Parsha's Vayechi, the last parsha of Sefer Bresha. It's been a long road of, of creation. Sefer Yitzira, it's called in the in the, um, the commentaries the book of Breshas is called the Sefer HaYitzira, The book of creation. And it begins the Parsha's Vayechi, The last Parsha was Vayichi Yaakov. And Yaakov lived in Eretz Mitzrayim, Sheva Shanov, 17 years. Vayichi Yimei Yaakov, Shnei Chayov, and the, the, the entirety of his life was 147 years. Now it's interesting that the Pasuk and the Parsha would begin with, with this, even though he's not dying right now. He has a lot to still uh, share, and and it's another 17 years that he's going to be living in in Mitzrayim. But, but uh, the parsha starts off with telling us how what's going to be the end of his life, what's the sum total of his life. Uh, it's a little bit very a little bit interesting um, how that starts off this parsha. We would expect this pasuk or the end of this pasuk to be later in the parsha after we are told some of the most some of the most uh, fantastic uh, incidents that happened with Yaakov and his sons, the famous birchas Yaakov, the blessings. At least they're called bl- the blessings of Yaakov. their instructions. <clears throat> but it seems that Yaakov is that the Torah is at least telling us here that that these are the final steps of Yaakov Avinu. And we know that uh, you know if you take a look at the Parsha, we're all not kahanim here, but if we would be kahanim and we'd be called up for the first aliyah in the Parsha, this is the Parsha that uh, Balkhari has a very hard time finding the beginning of the Parsha which every, every, every parsha in the Torah, um, there's usually a space between the parshias, at least somewhat of a space. Here in um Vayichi, very difficult to find the beginning of the parsha because there, there's no space at all. That's right, so here's the, I'll just give you an example here. You see, here's the, here's the column. Here's the last word of, of Parsha's Va'yigash, and here's the first pa- first word of Va'yichi, and there's there's actually no space. There's no space. So it looks like it's very difficult to find for the Balkoire. Um, so says Rashi, at least one of the explanations that that when since when Yaakov died, Nistemu einayim shall. Of a Liban Shel Yisrael. right? Rashi says, "Why is this parsha stuma? Why is it closed off?" Now, there's different ways of making a parsha stuma. You any 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 time it you know in in, in um, uh, any time a parsha um, doesn't begin at the beginning of the line, it's already called a parsha stuma, right? Um, Parsha begins at the beginning of the line. Then it's called a parsha pesucha. It's open. It's an open parsha. But if a if a parsha begins in the middle of the line after a gap of like nine letters, that's also called a parsha stuma, a closed parsha. But there's a space that you know that there's something new starting. But that's also called a parsha stuma. This is an unusual parsha stuma, where there's absolutely closed off. There's no space at all, even though the the, the, the on the in Hilchas Safras say that it's customary to leave one letter's space, which you you and I wouldn't uh, uh, wouldn't notice. Uh, maybe I have a little I have a sofer's eye, so I would notice it a little bit because usually there's there is there has to be one letter space in between. Words. That's what makes the space of words. In between letters, you have no space, just a hair, just a tiny, tiny amount of space. In between words, you have to have one letter space, the smallest letter, letter yud. Here, the custom is to leave one more letter space, but it's still not something that you would catch your, catch your eye. Um, so it's a, it's a Parsha stuma, among Parsha stuma, it's something closed off. And it's very difficult to to find the gap. So it says Rashi, because when Yaakov, Inu, died, the the eyes and hearts of the Jewish people became closed off because of the pain of the bondage. Another reason is because, Rashi says, because uh, that. Avinu wanted to reveal to his children the end of days, the kates. Here it just uses the word kates. Other places it uses the Kates Hayamin. This is the end of days to his children. Venista Mimeno, and it became blocked off from him, from Yaakov Avinu. And the, the, the these are these are cryptic uh, hints to something very profound that are, that's going on here. But what we do see is that the, the closing off sort of brings together Parshas Vayigash and Parshas Vayichi. That's, that's clearly what it, what it does. And we see this from the end of Parshas uh, Vayichi and the end of the whole Sefer that which is also something unusual we don't usually like to end off a parsha with something that's not nice, something that's not pleasant. And here, the whole sefer sh- brachius ends off Yosef ben and Yosef dies at 110 years old. and they embalmed him and he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. It's <laughs> sort of uh, that's anticlimatic, but it's it's like on a downer, you know, that he died and, and Yosef, unfortunately, unlike um, unlike what 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 Yaakov made Yosef promise to him, um, that that Yaakov would be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Please do not bury me in Egypt. It was such a plea from a father to a son on his death on his deathbed. Please. Use all your power not to bury me in Egypt. And how do we end off the whole safer bracious that Yosef, the one who carried out that promise, they Im- he died and they embalmed him and they placed him in a coffin in Egypt. That's the final words. It's, a, it's, it's, it's troubling. It's, a, it's very unusual. So the Gemara already, um, the Gemara and Soita, Talks about the special oran of Yosef that we know that the Jewish people, <clears throat> uh, Moshe Rabbeinu in particular, uh, took it upon himself to find the the coffin of Yosef and to bring it up from the Nile, not denial, from the Nile, right? And had it, brought it up and and made sure that that he would take it up. Um, and he was he was uh, rewarded for that, and he did it at a time when everybody, all the other Jews, were running after the spoils of the sea, and and he was going after the the Aron Yisrael Yosef. What what's the connection? What's the connection? Okay, it's very nice. Maybe he didn't need the money. My he didn't have he had, two, he had two children. Maybe he he got enough of a salary being the, the Jewish leader, good benefits, right? A government worker. Maybe he had enough. He didn't need it. Everybody else, uh, you know, they were enslaved in Egypt many they, years. They would, they felt they deserved it. Maybe, but what's the connection? That no, Moshe Rabbeinu was Chacham Leiv Yikach mitzvahs. The pasuk in in Kahala, in in uh, Mishlei maybe the Shlom is the Chacham Leiv, someone who's wise at heart. Yikach mitzvahs, he will take mitzvahs. And this is going on Moshe Rabbeinu, that every time when everybody else is running after bizas Ayam, Moshe Rabbeinu was going after finding the aron Shal which wasn't easy to find. It's a whole miracle how he found it and how he was able to um, get it up from the the bottom of the Nile. <coughs> and and this is what he was he saying. Was, uh, he was involved in. What's the connection? So let's see. Let's see how much we can we can accomplish. If we go back to this concept of Vayichi Yakov, the life of Yaakov. What gave Yaakov life? The first time this this uh, term was used was really back in Parshas Va'yigash, and it had to do with Yosef. Mem hei chav zayin. In last week's parsha, Mem Hay Zion, when Yosef revealed himself to his brothers, and then he says, "Please, you have to bring our father down to Mitzrayim. it's going to be a hunger for another five years. We, and and please hurry. Don't dally." And he told Paro, and Paro was very excited about this, that Yaakov would come. Yaakov was well known. So, grandson of Avram, son of Yitzchak, Yaakov Avinu himself was was very well known in the world. One of the wealthiest people in the world. Um, to come down to Egypt was a big honor, and Paro knew this was going to be a source of blessing, which it actually was, because the the famine stopped when when Yaakov came, and uh, and you know, he gave a blessing to Paro, and, and Paro sort of. You know, had some magical powers. Rashi brings that from when Yaakov gave him the blessing, the waters of the Nile rose to him. When he came, the the, the waters that 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 satiated the the fields of of Egypt, because they didn't have rain there. It's a desert, but it would, every, all the crops were were irrigated by the da- denial, when it overflowed, Paro came over to the Nile, it rose to greet him, and, and it overflowed. So he was. it was in, in his hands, the, the blessing. That's what Yaakov gave him, that blessing. <clears throat> so it says that when finally Paro sent um, wagons, and Yosef sent wagons, So the Posek Memhei Chav 45 and page 256, says, Vaidabru Elov. And the brothers spoke to Yaakov as Kol Divrei Yosef, all the words of Yosef, Asher Dibra Aleim, that he spoke to them. Vayar and Yaakov saw the wagons. Yosef Losais oso. He saw the wagons that Yosef sent to carry him. Vatri ruach Yaakov avihem. Famous words. Vatchi, and it came to life. The spirit of Yaakov, their father, says Rashi. What does it mean that, that he came to life? says Rashi that he he finally got back the Ruach HaKodesh Shorsa Olav Shechina it's not even Ruach HaKodesh he said the Shechina itself rested upon him Shah mimeno that went away from him back in parshas Vayesha when he thought that Yosef died all these 22 years can you imagine 22 years of clouded vision of clouded um, unclear communication with Hakadosh Borhu. Twenty-two years—that's a long time—and finally it came back. Now he was able to to to, to uh, communicate clearly with the Shechina because of what he what he when he saw those wagons. <clears throat> and so, so Rashi, right before that, says. As Kol Divre Yosef, all the words of Yosef, or all the words of Yosef. So there's a little bit of a uh, double of language in the Possek. It says, Vaidabru e and they spoke to him as Kol Divre Yosef. So they spoke to Yaakov all the words of Yosef. What does it say? Asher Dibre Alehem. So basically, basically the simple interpretation means um, they related to him all the words that Joseph had spoken to them. I mean, of course, which which words? That's what he said. He said to them. He said to them as called You know, Asher Dibra. What's Asher Dibra lehim So Rashi says. Simon He gave them a sign that not necessarily that they understood was a sign, but Yosef said, please say these words to my father. It was to remind him what they they were learning when he was taken away from him. But Parshis Rufa. In the famous parsha of Egla Rufa, which we have in the end of parsha Shavtem, later in in Devarim, a random, very random mitzvah, that if someone dies and you find a dead a Jewish dead body between two cities, and, and someone killed this person, unfortunately, or he died from starvation, or he was, technically he was killed, and 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 um, you, you measure. The elders of the city come, and they measure which is the closest city to the, to the dead body, and the elders of that city have to come out and bring this egla Rufa, this, this uh, animal. They throw it off the cliff, and that atones for, for them. They say, we are clean, our, our hands, we didn't kill this person. But please accept this as a, as a uh, atonement. <clears throat> so it's a very difficult mitzvah to understand. But what does it have to do with what does it have to do with this? So simply, you know, we grow up with uh, understanding that Yosef was telling Yaakov. He says, "Oh, you know, I have a good memory, or I, am I'm, I'm still holding and learning, and I remember the last sugya we were learning, Dad, 22 years." It was still so important to me. Like someone says, oh, "I remember our last conversation," and it warms your heart that the, that your relationship is is real and it's something that's important to them. But you know, obviously, Yaakov was just not only interested in in knowing that that his son has a good memory. And and why was it that Yaakov was learning Parshav Eglarufa of all the? mitzvahs and all the things that he was we know that it was very even though Yaakov didn't know that he was going to be abruptly uh, cut off of being able to teach his son but he already at 17 years old he had some inclination or some siyat ha maybe maybe un, even unknowingly that for some reason, at the age of seventeen, he already was was um, was preparing him for leadership. He was the Torah says he the beginning of parashas Vayesha. He was young. I mean, he wasn't a, he wasn't ready to to take this mantle of responsibility of leadership, but his father gave it to him taught him all the Torah that he received from Shane Ve'ever, all the Torah of, of, of remaining steadfast and strong in Golos. And he's teaching to a 17-year-old kid, why? Where, where are you going? He didn't know that <laughs> Yosef, he's not going to see Yosef anymore for 17 years. And for some reason on the agenda, came to his mind to teach him Eglarufa, Rufa. Right? And then they're separated. 22 years, he has these dreams, which Yaakov, uh, Viv shamar es adavar. Yaakov knew that these were prophecies, as the Ramban says, and he knew that they had to, they had to come to fruition. They were crucial for the development and the success of the, of the Shvatim, something that, that Yaakov himself couldn't provide only Yosef could provide and here Yosef is taken away and Yaakov is left without the Shechina, right, without the Shechina, without knowing if Yosef is alive, without, without knowing how and when his children are going to get the important information and guidance that they need that can only get from Yosef. It's, it's, Whole, a whole gap of his whole existence, of his whole mission, is is left un, undone. Fine, not fine. He knows Yosef. Now he finds out Yosef is alive. So there's something when Yosef sends him the the wagons, and with that he gave him the hint that I remembered the Rufa, So it vatchi ruach Yaakov Avihem. came alive the spirit of Yaakov, their father. Also some extra, extra words in that, in that posik. Who else, why does it have to say their father? You know, or just say the father, why does that Yaakov? What does it mean? The spirit became alive. But it's, it's this that is the is the beginning of, of our parsha, and why these two parshas are joined. Yaakov Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. Yaakov lived in Eretz Mitzrayim. And Chazal tells us. Sometimes we know that Yaakov Avinu's name is called Yaakov, and sometimes he's called Yisrael. He was given this new name, Yisrael, twice. He was given by the Sarashel Esav, back in Parshish Vayishlach, and he was given also in Parshish Vayishlach by Kodesh Baruch Hu, the name Yisrael. Not, not to the exclusion of Yaakov, but it's like an additional name. He was given this, it's not like Avram, avraham but he was given this additional name and the commentaries i, I heard this from my rosh shiva ruderman it's also printed in his sefer that he brings from the al-shech kodesh that there are two dimensions to yakov avinu ya, there's a, one that's that's yakov avinu as the, in the name yakov that's a lower level of Yaakov, and that what chazal say And the Gemara in Tainas, says that Yaakov avinu loy meis, Yaakov never died. So the Gemara Gemara asks in Tainas, he says, excuse me, if I read Parshas Vaichi correctly, I see it says he died. It says they embalmed him. They said they eulogized him. So he says, why did they embalm someone that's alive? Why did they eulogize someone that's alive? it's an interesting discussion in the Gemara um, it's a little bit sarcastic in nature but so says the Al Shech he says what it means is that there's two aspects of Yaakov there's the lower aspect of Yaakov in the name Yaakov that never died then there's the higher higher level that he achieved which was the name Yisrael that was Perhaps was a culmination of all his personal struggles and the culmination of all his personal events of his life that he endured, that he excelled, and the Nasyanas that he passed, that died with him. That died with him. But the level of Yaakov. That that didn't die. That was still alive, for the Jewish people to, um, to inherit, and to and and to live on and to and to utilize. So Rudman explained that the Gemara says something unusual. It says that says so, so in, to answer that question of, so who eulogized him and why did they embalm him, so the Gemara says, well I don't know, but I, I have a pasuk that I that I um, am basing my my comment of Yaakov of Mace. that the Posuk says in yermia pasuk is Ve'Atah Avdi Yaakov, we say this in our in in the uh, in the on. On Motze Shabbos, there's a whole song called Altira Avdi Yaakov." It's a beautiful song. Um, Don't be afraid, my servant Yaakov. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save you from far, And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, save you from far and your children from. From the, the land of of their return, so the Gemara says we have a Hekish. makish hu lezarei. We we make a connection between him and his children, ma zarei Just like Yaakov's children are alive, afu b'chaim also Yaakov is alive, and, and based on that we say Yaakov avinu Yes, who who? Why did they embalm him? Why did they, you're right. So, so Revertiman said from the fact that we prove that Yaakov didn't die because of his children are alive, it comes to teach me that when a person's children are following the pathway of the father, and they're keeping the Torah and mitzvahs that the father invested his life with Mesir Asnefesh to give over to his children, then it's considered as if the father is still alive. And, and therefore, just like the children are alive, then the father is also alive. And therefore, that's what it means. But he, he says that But the, this is only guarantees the, the base level of the Madrega of Yaakov Avinu that is still alive. But the unique individual quality of Yisrael, right, that is something that, is, that was only Shaykh to Yaakov Avinu. It was something that was the Him, the Yaakov Avinu as an Av. He went through it, and he, he accomplished that. That is something that, that, that is not necessarily transferred to the children, even if the children are following in his pathway. And therefore, that, that's what, that's what the, he wants to explain. That's what it means. Yaakov avinu But Yisrael, that was, that died with Yaakov Avinu. So now, now we have to go back and understand. Vayichi Yaakov be'eret Mitzrayim. Yaakov now lived in the land of Mitzrayim for 17 years. 17 is the gematria of Toiv. It's the gematria of Toiv. You know, when I wrote my sefer return, it took me seventeen years. <laughs> I told it to a rebbe right away. He says, "Oh, gematria taif." <laughs> those those who know it's good, good. Ashkocha took me took me seventeen years. Yaakov Vinus lived in Eretz time for seventeen years. Those are his good years. Why? Because he was able to secure in the, in that last episode of his life where he had all of his children together, he was able to secure, even though he was not an Eretz Yisrael, but he was able to secure a, an eternal uh, transmission to his children to make sure that Yaakov Dlomais and that, uh, that all of his children would be able to follow in his, in his footsteps. Right. And this was, this is something that we like. We talked last week that Yaakov um, Avino understood that this was only going to be accomplished through the Mitzrayim. Golos Mitzrayim was the necessary stepping stone um, for the Jewish people to ensure the the eternal nature of the of the of the of the continuity of the Jewish people and as we spoke, that the Golos Mitzrayim was not just a prototype for all the, all the Golias that we were going to have to live in, that's why it's not part of the four Golias, but because Golos Mitzrayim was a preparation for Mat Torah, mm-hmm. right? And it was transformative in nature, but very costly. We lost at least four-fifths of the Jewish people by the end of the experience. It's a very costly, uh, transformative um, uh, lesson. But, you know, this was... This, so therefore, now we, now we understand um, why Yaakov was so happy Um, to understand, um, to see that Yosef was alive, and not only was he alive, but that he remembered the last lesson that they learned and the lesson of Egla Rufa. Because this this Golos Mitzrayim was the was the formation of the Emunah of Kal Yisrael. Before they could accept the Torah, they had to learn the Golos Mitzrayim represented the Amuna. Amuna by nature, faith by nature is something that you cannot prove. I can't prove to you to believe. If I can prove it to you, then it's not belief. <laughs> right? People say, give me six proofs to God. Well, then, then there's no belief. The, the first thing is they have to believe you know, the Rambam says, of course, Leida. you have to know that there's a God. But Leida doesn't mean that I can prove it. It means that I, I know it in my heart, in my mind, in my heart, I know that it's true. But it's still a belief. Once, if I can prove it, and I can see it, so then it's not a belief anymore. It's, it's not a emuna. Emuna, by definition, is something that I... Cannot prove, or that someone else will believe that he can dis disprove it. That's why you have such great people like Aristotle. That uh, the Ramban writes on him that he was just under a navi. We can't even imagine that he was such a corrupt person, and he didn't believe in in, in God. He believed that there's no God. And his corruption, is his personal life, but he, but. But that—that's to show that it's—it's it's a belief system. But the simplest kindergarten kid can, you know, can have a belief, can have an emuna. We can impart emuna. I don't have to be the the world's greatest philosopher to have emuna pshuta, to have belief. I believe that there's a God, a God who who commands me and is guiding me and and is wants my success. And even then, even though I, I'm not going to get a million dollar check in the mail. I'm not going to get the job that I think I deserve. I'm not going to get the, you know, the, the shidduch that I deserve or the house that I wanted and I put a bid in for. It or the, and, and it doesn't mean that there is no God. It doesn't mean that God hates me. That's, that is all part of the emuna. Now, that emuna was implanted in Mitzrayim. You know, it was, it was, it was dug deep. We experienced it, we saw it, we felt it, we lived it through the experience, the Shibud, and then, of course, the, the whole um, that where we saw the retribution that God uh, proved himself in nature, but it still was left in an amuna. It, it was shown as much as it could be shown, but it was still, it was still an amuna. This is what Yaakov Avinu gave to Yosef when he gave him the, the lesson of the of the Egla Rufa. Because the Egla Rufa is a, is a tells a person that the and Saita says that. Why does the why does the a city have this this unfortunate mitzvah of Egla Rufa because they must have had guests that they didn't take care of properly primarily they didn't give him Lavoya they didn't escort them when they were leaving. What does this mean so the, so the misfortune including hermin always explained it that. When a person is leaving their safe haven, right, they spent Shabbos with you, or they spent a vacation with you, and now they're leaving, they're going on on their own. Now, of course, today you get on a plane, you get on a train, you get in your car, it's not the same like it used to be, embarking a horse or a donkey in the wilderness, and you have to travel months and months and months, unknown within the elements, but, but still, the concept of leading someone away from their, um, from their warm surroundings and they're embarking on their personal mission, on their personal journey, you, the Levoya escorts them, gives them the confidence that, yes, go find your personal journey. Be successful in your personal journey. It's worth it. Because every person's journey is different. Every person's emuna in finding a Kaddish Baruch Hu through their journey is different. My journey is not your journey. Your journey is not my journey. We, but, we have, but what we can do is we can machasak each other, right, to search and to... F- that's the, that's the, the profound ab- ability that we owe to each other to give our, each other the confidence to embark on our journey with a, with a, 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 a confidence and the lavoya that says, I'm with you, I believe in you, and, and yes, you might, might not be so smooth, you might have difficulties to overcome, that doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path, it just means that the path is going to strengthen you, and it's just there beyond the next hill, it's right there just keep moving keep going don't give up and that's the Lavoya that I can give that person as he's detaching from from the, the the warmth I send them with food I send them with encouragement I send them with with um, the the wherewithal that he is confident that I'm building my own emuna. Once I have that Amunah, then no one can shake that Amunah. I know it's true. I know God is with me. He has followed me. He has made me successful in my personal journey. And this is what Golos Mitzrayim was there to to, uh, help the Jewish people form and formulate and become... This emuna is what we call Kabbalas Ol Shemayim. This is Kabbalas Ol Malchhoshmaim is the is the of emuna, And for us we, we consider that in the Shema Israel. And that's why the Torah and the Shema are interrelated and connected. That the bracha we say right before we say Shema is Ava Rabbah, Ava Soylam. The blessing on Torah. Because for us today, we cannot achieve Amunah without Torah. There in Golos Mitzrayim, we were achieving Amuna in order to reach the, the you know, the, to reach Matum Torah and Har Sinai. We had to achieve that Amunah in Akash Barucho, which we only could accomplish in, Go- in Mitzrayim. That's why you have this this whole, <clears throat> you know that when when uh, you know Yaakov and Yosef met, so Yaakov Yosef kissed his father, and Yaakov did not kiss him because Rashi says he was saying Krishma. So the question is, he well, couldn't find the twenty two years. He couldn't find a better time to say Krishma, you know. That, that, and and you, well, we went, why wasn't Yosef saying Kriyishma? So we, we talked about that a little bit. <clears throat> that you know, a little bit halachically, there was he was Isaac of mitzvah. You know, Yaakov and Yosef, both were Isaac of mitzvah on different on different levels. Yaakov was Isaac mitzvah in getting to Mitzrayim, and Yosef was Isaac mitzvah in Kibud Av to his father. Right? So that's why Yaakov couldn't do it until he reached Yosef's, uh, it reached Mitzrayim because he had a mitzvah to go down to Mitzrayim. That's what his, that was his mitzvah. And Yosef had a mitzvah to to see his father. And the kibbud Av. And that's, you know, that's why he couldn't reach Shema when they did meet because he had kibbud Av to do. And, and Yaakov and now could do it; couldn't do it before. But what's what's the what's the in of of the Kriya Shema? <coughs> so it, this comes ahead in this week's parsha, not not uh, in the text of the Psukim, but we, we have this in Chazal, because once again, uh, the famous Gemara in in Psochin, that we're going to come to soon in Daf Nun Vav Med the famous. Passage that that uh, that when well, Yaakov calls all his children together on page 274, VaYikra Yaakov Elbonov, VaYoymer, and Yaakov calls his children, and he he tells them VaYoymer, he says to them, Hey, Osfu, gather together Vagida and I'm going to tell you, as what's going to happen to you mm-hmm. in the end of days. Wow, fascinating! Then he says, "He kavtu gather together." He already said, "Hey osfu, gather yourselves." It's a synonym; it's the same word. Hey osfu, gather together. He kavtu is collect yourselves. One is assemble yourselves. Art scroll translates, <laughs> and the other one is gather yourselves and listen. I mean, it's a, it's the same thing. Sort of, Hirsch, you take a look at he also, he has something profound to say on that. Um, but Rashi says that he never got to the, what's going to happen what happened? He had an agenda for this meeting. So, so Rashi says that he wanted to, he says, he says, Again, he wanted to reveal the end of days. And the Shechina left him. He started saying other things. This is coming from the Gemara in Psachim. The Gemara in has says this a little bit more elaborate. The Gemara says that mena Remember that shechina that came to him when he saw the wagons that Yosef sent. Vatchi ruach Yaakov Avihem. All of a sudden, the shechina left him. Can you imagine? He missed it for 22 years. All of a sudden, he gets it back for 17 years, and now all of a sudden, he he has his final last speech, and it's and it's it's a, it's it's get, go, Omar so he says. Yaakov says to himself, and and his sons are listening. Shemachas v'sholm yesh b'mitasi psul kavram shi'otzam en yishmoel va'aviv yitzchak shi'otzam en esav. Maybe that one of my children are not up. It's are not on the level to hear what I have to tell them. Like Avram had Yishmoel, or Yitzchak had Esav. So his children, Omruloy, his children. Turn to him, and they say in unison, "They say Shema Yisrael, Listen, Israel," which is referring to Yaakov. Listen, Israel, Hashem Elokein Hashem Omru. They said, "Kishem she'Ein Elo Just like in your heart, Yaakov, there's only one God, and and you've accomplished this with the level of Yisrael, the highest level. We know, we see, we through, through you're not the same. Dad that we that we were when you were young, you're you're Yisrael now. So Kach Ain beli el just like Hashem al kashem Echad, the same there's only one God in our hearts as well. But Shah in that hour, Pasach Yaakov Avinu, he said, Baruch Shayvoid Malhus. These are those famous words. So now the Gamora says is Allah. Should we say it, should we not say it? This Boruch Shein. And that's where we get the Minig. He said, we should, maybe we should say it because Yaakov said it. That's, that's a pretty good source. But it's not written in the Torah. Moshe didn't say it. It's not in, written in the Torah, right? Shema Yisrael, then it goes straight to Haftah, if you look in, 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 over there in Dvorim. So the it comes out, we should say it quietly. And that's why all year round we say it quietly, except on Yom Kippur, which is another discussion, not for now, why we say it out loud, but this is where the whole discussion is found. So the Shema Yisrael instinct, instinctively, and really, uh, almost, almost like the uh, in the in its first source is referring to Yaakov Inu, a message that the children, after being almost like challenged, are is there something wrong with one of you that I don't see? Wrong with you in what way? Not health wise, but in your in your amuna. In your amunia, basic amuna, to which the sons, all all of them in unison, were able to say on themselves and on each other. Absolutely not. Are we all exactly the same? Absolutely not either. We're twelve different unique distinctive pathways. Of the same oneness, same one emuna. You hear? This was the. This is what Yaakov intended when he instructed Yosef with the multicolored garment, with the eglar rufa, with the Toir of shem ve'ever. You have to be the person who will encourage individual journeys. You, you have to show everybody they have uniqueness to their personality, to their journey and they should pursue it, but they all have to find this, come and be, become part of that oneness of the emunen We have to We have to um, become 12 spokes different different ways of arriving at the same result, which is emuna, deep-rooted emuna, And this is going to be the, the formation of the Jewish people, where it's going to have built-in 12 tracks of emuna pshuta, and 12 tracks of journey to lead to the same emuna Bashem, sh'ma yisrael, ha'shem elokeinu, ha'shem echad. And that's when, uh, when, when Keshbohu, uh, Yaakov could say, "I am ready to leave this world." I can say, "Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusoy Lo I've left the world with the 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 with the, the glory of his kingdom intact and ready to, to move on. Yaakov Lo imes. And, and this is the, this is the, but it's still, it's still the, but the level of Yisrael, I want to add to this, the level of Yisrael that we can never achieve, because that was Yaakov's journey, his personal journey, but his personal journey in, in, empowered the 12 personal journeys of his children. To be intact. But the Shema Yisrael, the the, the ultimate to keep st- striving, that is something that always will remain in the level of, of emuna, That will always level in emuna where we even have to cover our eyes to envision it, to imagine it, because in anybody's reality, with their eyes open, we can't even imagine um uh, reaching or 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 even even seeing such a level that's that's possible um and this is this is what we what we strive for this is the the parsha Vayichi. um this is the parsha Vayichi. so you know it it of course the golos Mitzrayim was a very costly lesson but it was one that engendered emuna to the Kal Yisrael and opened up the doors that they could become true avde Hashem with that Amuna and all of Kal Yisrael could say Nasivanishma and in in the exile the go, the word Golos it looks always so you know so hidden. That's the nature of gullus that we don't, can't see beyond the the darkness. Things that uh, things, things like, like in darkness, like the Masil Sushan writes, that uh, in darkness you you can't see where you're going, and you also see things that, and you think that they are not what they really are. You miss, mis, you're misguided. But in the Golis is the word Revelation. In Golus is Gal. Gal einai. The Posig says, Gal einai Bita. Open up your eyes, and I will show you niflois mitoira secha. That Klaun Yisrael, after Golus Mitzrayim, we are going to have a Torah. Once we have a Torah, so then this is makes our Emunah so much easier, so much attainable, that we always have a eternal connection. And and this is why, even in Mitzrayim, Yaakov could say Vayichi Yaakov. It was the it was the best time of his life. It was the it was the he called it living. It was seventeen years of Toiv. It was the good years, even though he wasn't in Eretz Yisrael. And, But he was in a place where he knew he was setting his children up for, and, he, and he, now he has Yosef, and Yosef is telling him, I've been working on this plan of ours for the past 22 years. Don't think I forgot. I don't just have a good memory, I remember what we were learning, but the message of Egla Rufa I didn't forget what you wanted to teach me and i put the plan into place here they are they are they did chuva for selling me they which was not just a, just a sin it was a lack of appreciation in being able to to achieve the the goals of emuna each I mean, each person's personal journey and we 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 got through that we accomplish that by them showing and growing together and and giving and becoming responsible for each other, as Yehuda showed in Vaigash right he stood up to Parod, which he thought was didn 't know was Yosef and he said i 'm responsible for my brother Benjamin. i 'm responsible for him. that means that i I value his personal journey it cannot be, be put out. It can't be ignored. I need it. He needs it, and I need it as much as he needs it. And therefore that's, that's the message of Egla Rufa. And that's why that gave life to the spirit of Yaakov, because it was that spirit of Yaakov that, that when he gathered his children, Vayikra Yaakov, Yaakov called together all his children. It was that lower level that we can relate to of Yaakov the father. He says, gather together and I will tell you the, the future. The future is is not, it's always going to be based on Emunah. But gather yourselves together. It's, it's B'nai Yaakov. You are the children of Yaakov. You've worked together to, and I'm going to give you now the instruction. Each one has to hear the rebuke and and that's all the blessing, that's your blessing, that you're going to hear how each one can thrive in their own personal journeys. That's going to be the Yaakov avinu lo'imeis, that Yaakov doesn't, doesn't die because of his children are alive, because his children are following his pathway. And Mir with, Hashem uh, with our Emunah, and now with the Torah that we have, so then the Shema Yisrael is an attainable goal. Even that lofty personal level of Yisrael that did die with Yisrael, with, with, with Yaakov Avinu. Yisrael died, but it's still there in Amuna. And it's a journey that we can collectively, um, hopefully, hopefully uh, achieve over time that will ultimately bring us to, the, to that Achris Hayomim. That 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 and that be the revelation that Yaakovino intended, over and over again to share with his children, but it wasn't meant to be, because it's always meant to stay as as an emuna. But they had to they had to say Shema Israel. They had to say this is our goal, and then Yaakov was happy, and he lived his his best years knowing that he is accomplishing. Uh, his uh, his uh, reason for for living in this world okay and of so why why do we why do we say uh,